for the podcast you've been anticipating. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, we are proud to present to you the best podcast tag team of the world. It is I, the high-tech, low-life, cyberpunk freaking Tecmo Joe. And standing next to me in the freaking streamerverse, my hetero life mate. He's the inspiration your mom needed since your pappy left. He's the ins infamous, gotta catch them all, Pokemon trainer. And raining from your mom's couch. All he wants is some filthy cookies. It is orange Otacon How about the podcast Hold on, I can't even talk right now Shit <laughs> Oh man <laughs> How the hell did we just start, bro? And I'm ready for <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yo. Oh man. Alright, while you introduced us on what we're doing fucking or what we're talking about next, giving them the title, I'm gonna shotgun blast the rest of the world that we are live. <laughs> Alright guys. Well 
but Joe does that. Today, we're going to do something a little bit more productive instead of going after somebody. Well, we might still go after people, but we're going to try to elevate you guys, try to get you to, that, to help you get, help you take those steps to get to that next level. And by taking those steps, we're going to have to make some bread, right? Now, either we could either make money individually, which we talked about before, or we could do it the old fashioned way is by getting a good old fashioned J-O-B. And today we're going to touch base as to what needs to be done and what you should do in order to get hired by any company. Any company, he says? Well, best practices. Any company. Well, best practices that you should follow for any company, yeah. any interview that you might have that you might have coming up. Because, you know, we all smart. We is smart. We is loyal. All right. But we just we just got to we just got to tune a couple things and, uh, you know. Keep her, keep certain things tight so that way we could uh lock it down and start making this money so that way we can start generating other ways to make money. Cause I'm all about making money, guys, and I'm all about helping other people make money. So if you're about money and you want more money, come talk to me. Come on, don't be afraid. I, I you won't bite. I make no promises. I, I do, but unless your mom makes it some cookies. Well. <laughs> You know, I'm, you know where I'm going to want that milk. Yep. <laughs> oh, you, heard, you heard it. This is his very own theme song. I just want my milk. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> that is my voice in the background. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> gotta, I gotta give a shout out to this dude, freaking Lenny Pierce. He is fucking awesome. He's got not just that song, but a few other songs that I found that I'm gonna get freaking the little one addicted to, and we're gonna just be freaking having our little raves in the cars and everywhere. Oh, that poor child. <laughs> She has no idea what she signed up for. <laughs> yeah, and you're saying the poor child. You mean the poor freaking everyone else. Yeah, you're right. You guys will be fine. Mom's gonna have, <laughs> the mom already is dealing with me. The missus is already dealing with me fucking <laughs> doing stupidness in the house, especially if I put, if I find some random tech, techno song or just some random song, period, <laughs> and I just do random stupid shit. Now imagine freaking how you have double the effort from myself and the little one. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh man, I'm, I already see the calls coming. Come get your friend. Come get your friend. <laughs> so welcome, motherfuckers. How you motherfuckers doing? As fucking Otacon already told you, we are going to instead of talking smack on a lot of the freaking a lot of the craziness that's going on today, we are going to like we always talk about level each other up. Today is more of inspiration and motivation to not just get hired, but also stay hired. And if you're still looking for that job, how to keep that motivation fucking going. Mm-hmm. Now, now this year has been, well, these last two years have been rough. Well, three years, mm -hmm. technically. Technically, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to a couple of days. Um, yeah, these last three years have been rough for some people. Some people is not as bad, but still, we all got to go through that process. We all got to make some money so that way we can spend the money to make more money. If that math makes sense. If you understand what I'm saying, you you you, you get it. You get it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but part of that process is, you know, getting 
having all the having all your p's and q's in order dotting your t's crossing your i's you know and um starting off with that it's just simply it's simple find out research the company that you want to get hired for um so literally that's simple if you want to be i mean like us if 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 you want to go into tech you know and you want to jump into a company like meta or you want to jump into a company like amazon or um google these are high these are high high end companies um but still if you still want to reach for the stars you know you got to research the company learn what the company's mission is their values the culture um learn about familiarize yourself with their procedures you know learn what learn learn um anything that's anything that's happening within the company any news any any developments anything that you see can be beneficial or that can help you long term or or help the company long term and in in a sense you can use that in your interview and use it as a way to show that you're more of an asset to the company like let's say i mean the way right now is ai right if you have extensive technology extensive knowledge in ai then you can bring that to your interview and say hey i have gotten experience doing xyz generating an ai platform or ai technology for my previous company and because of that it was able to bring down it was able to increase productivity by like 30 percent you know um you gotta understand with interviews it's all about selling yourself and not in a good way well, I mean, in the good way. Sorry, sorry. In the good way. I'm not saying, what are you talking about? It's sorry. always the good way. Sorry, sorry. In the good way. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's all, you guys just have to learn to sell yourselves and sell yourselves the right way. And in reality, if you learn, if you learn this tool, you can do this with any uh, venture that you take moving forward, that you, that you want to take on moving forward. Um, Next thing I would say is, you know, understand once you once you want once you do your research on the company that you want to work for and you want to and you decide to join that company, read into some of the roles that they have. Um understand the jobs that they're offering right now. Um if they don't see if you don't see the job that you want to go for, give it some time. Sometimes, you know, depending on the quarter or whatever, they might open up certain departments and, you know, they might uh make it available to other people later on down the um later on within the year while you have that time to and if you if you don't if you can't find the job that you're looking for i mean joe and i have done it we started from we started with a different company a different department and then we showcased our skills within that department and then they eventually saw our our abilities and they were like oh wait what are you doing here <laughs> You shouldn't be here. You should be part of this team. What the hell? <laughs> Your talents are being wasted over here. Uh-huh. And you know what? Nowadays, it's there's no shame in taking a back seat to to obtaining that goal, obtaining that role. Um, if you guys wanna, if you guys wanna start in a different department and then you know make that transition, it, it kind of makes it, it's kind of a good look on your part because one, it's it's it shows humility. You know, it shows that you're not you're willing to take the back seat and learn from the bottom and make your way and you know work your way up. Um, but we'll touch base on that a little bit later. But once you once you guys once you guys find the job that you're looking for, you 
look at the description see if those see if what they require within that job description lines up with what they're with what your abilities are and if you have those abilities great by all means go for it if you don't if you don't see that those uh, requirements line up with what you with, with what you're asking for or what they're asking for rather i'm sorry um you know take a screenshot of it or you know take a mental note of it and find ways to obtain that knowledge so that way later on in the year or you know six months from now or a year from now you can come back to that job and be like okay i have this knowledge with this information i've done this amount of projects with this blah blah blah, blah. boom um but let's say you know you guys have you guys have the skills and all that stuff prepare examples from past experiences uh that demonstrate that you meet those requirements um once you're able to demonstrate your skill set and again like like i said you're, you're showcasing your skills this is uh this is show and tell time for the for, for the adults this is your, this is your one time that you can brag and 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 be coffee cocky and confident in your in your uh in your skill set in your ability to to tackle whatever they're asking you to do um once you get the uh job description once you analyze the job description and you learn what's what they're asking of within that role uh the next best thing would be to practice interview questions um anticipate certain questions you know practice responses um i mean hey with ai today if you if you word it correctly if you go to chat gpt today you can ask them you can literally type in say hey i have an interview for a marketing position or for a digital marketing position at you know xyz company uh can you provide a number of can you provide a mock interview or give me or, or provide a number of questions that could be possibly asked within the interview and ChatGPT will list off those questions or at least the best of its ability it'll list off those questions so that way you can better prepare yourself um when you're in the interview and they ask you for a scenario or you know you get to that point where you get to the scenario based questions uh from my experience most companies now they do use there's two methods i can't remember the other one i know one is star i can't remember what the other one is it's like i think it's five letters um but what you want to do is you just want to use that method give them the situation give them the task that's being asked how the action that was taken and what was the result of it you know and try to structure it the best way possible and try to keep in line with the storytelling and if you don't even have a situation like that make it up make it up because nine times out of ten if you're able to make up something on the fly and i don't think they're gonna find out but let's say let's say you're <laughs> i highly doubt they're ever gonna find out but it shows that you're able to adapt and it shows that you're able to that you're able to think on the fly when when asked for certain questions or when you're asked for certain things you have no idea how many times i've been asked a question pertaining to a certain technology and i probably just got introduced to it like i know like the most basic of basic like um like there's a platform there's a certain platform that i used to use with one of my previous employers that basically manages all mac devices i toyed around with a little bit a little uh, i toyed around with it from time to time i wanted to create a script for something uh, uh, at one point but i just never had enough time to do it um 
but I remember I was asked like a, a level two, like I, I remember I was asked like, oh, what's your experience with this? And I literally came up with the craziest response. <laughs> I literally just said, I literally just gave him a, 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 an example of somebody wasn't able to access their, their laptop due to a policy that was pushed through. And, you know, I had to search through the platform itself and kind of figure out what was wrong with the, with the script and, from there, you know, once we figured out, once I once I reached out to the person who created the script within that team, then we collaborated and we figured it out together. Boom. Um, it goes a long way when you're able to when you're able to provide a situation and you're able to provide a result. And always remember, try to always give a positive result. Don't give a negative result. Um, even if you couldn't resolve it, just be like, oh, you know, um, or, oh, you couldn't figure out the, you couldn't figure out the situation. Always try to give a positive outlook one way or another, one way or another, because that's what employers look for. They always look for positive outcomes. If you give them something negative, they're going to look at you like, oh, this guy just brushed it under, under the, under the rug. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. on to the next one. Um, and let's see, what's else? What else? Um. I think this one, and this is like the most underrated tip, especially with our society, especially with these new society norms. Guys, if you're going for an interview, if you're going for a job, if you want a company to hire you, dress appropriately, dress correctly. If you're, if you're a male, come in, uh, come in with a suit and tie. You know, even if it's one of those video, even if you're doing it via Zoom or something or, or Teams, still show them that you're interested because you know what? When you come dressed correctly, they see that, oh, okay, you're actually taking this seriously. You respect this company enough. You respect the position enough. You respect what you're doing enough to dress appropriately. And believe it or not, I've been in enough interviews where recruiters or hiring managers have looked at me and thanked me. For dressing up in a suit and tie because of the fact that they've gotten they've gotten individuals that come in and literally a button up or just come in like a uh, a polo shirt and flat out i kid you not one hiring manager told me he was like you know what the you know what the uh you know what the decision came down to it was literally how you came dressed Literally how you came dressed because you showed me that you wanted this job more than the other person. The other person came in in just a flannel shirt and thought that his extensive knowledge and all this stuff was going to get him there. Yes, he was knowledgeable about the situation, but the fact that you respected the company, you respected the position, and you respected yourself enough to come dress appropriately, that set you apart from him. Now, once you get the job, we don't care. He flat out told me, he's like, listen, once you get the job, we don't care. You come dressed up in, in a tank top for all we care. But if you're trying to get hired for a position, if you're trying to, if you're, tr if you want this company to like you, if you want these people to like you, you need to show them that you're going to be respectful enough to give, to, 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 to you're going to, you're going to, sorry, you're going to have to show them that you're going to be respectful enough of their time because they're taking time out to interview you when they probably have a thousand things to, 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 to get done for their, for the day or the week or whatever. Um, but they're taking time out to interview you. So if you're coming, so if you're coming in there dressed in like a white t-shirt, or if you're dressed up in a, in a dirty ass polo or a dirt or, or, or a stained button down shirt, they're going to look at, they're going to thank you for your time and just going to move on to somebody else. 
Um, so it goes a long way, and I'm only saying this because, and there, there, there we go again, gunning at people. Um, I'm only saying this because there are some of you that you guys need to get your shit together. <laughs> and you mean like guys that love this song? Oh man! Listen, oh, I, had, I, had pause, I had to pause you there because you were freaking. <laughs> you were doing well. You were one. You were talking a lot. I was going on tangent. You were, you were letting everyone digest everything. My bad. Um, My bad. But two, it's fucking hilarious because. It, well, I want to go backwards from you. You're talking about dressing appropriately, fucking. Oh man. So obviously, you already heard Otacon talk about a scenario where he spoke on a hiring manager saying, "Oh, this person like this. This person knew how to dress, and that was the biggest freaking uh, thing." You're not gonna obviously. You're not gonna fucking apply uh, i shouldn't even say apply you're not going to go to an interview and think dressing for the fucking role i.e if you're a software programmer you're just gonna fucking wear a hoodie and that's it you're gonna walk in with a laptop now if you're working at spencer's you're not gonna walk in looking like you just took the clothes off the, off the rack and look like look i wear all the same clothes hire me it's like that's not gonna fucking work um and this is a lot of this is targeted not just for teenagers and up this is a wide range of people that need to actually understand this shit. yeah a lot especially during the pandemic a lot of people have went through zoom interviews and you're still going to go through a lot of zoom interviews but there is a lot of companies that still want to do in-person interviews to see if you're going to come in. And that's what we're going to talk about next is timeliness and making sure shit's on uh, your shit's on point with fucking your time management. Because these employers, managers, and even recruiters are scheduling you around their fucking their work schedule to fit you in. So if you're going to come in looking like a fucking hot bag of Doritos and <laughs> and think fucking rocking out with the fucking white tea song is is how you roll. All right. Good luck on your fucking next interview. Cause that shit ain't gonna fly. Um the 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 old man I can't talk today. The old saying dress to impress goes a long way and there's a reason why that saying has lasted the sands of time. First impressions mean a lot. Shit, not even just that. Just think of if you motherfuckers can't remember dress to impress, just think of this. Because I know you motherfuckers, a lot of you motherfuckers fucking go to church. If you ain't going to fucking church in that fucking outfit, because you know freaking mama is not going to fucking let that slide, or even the fucking priest is going to let that slide, guess what? You're not going to fucking wear that shit to an interview. Walking to the stage, big round of applause. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> but if you're one of those that are catholics because i can't say all church but i know a lot of fucking catholics because i used to be 
a main component of going to church, going to Catholic church, and just wearing whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. That excludes you from wearing your fucking Sunday's best because you're not fucking, one, you're not thinking of the Lord, but at the same time, you're not thinking fucking straight because that's not what you should be wearing to present yourself, and you want to dress as if Think of it as if you're freaking meeting your first date or whatever. You're not going to be walking in with your McDonald's fucking employee outfit on. You're not going to go to a date with that shit on. So why would you go to a fucking interview with that? Smelling like a double cheeseburger with fries. <laughs> Smelling like, like yeah. You might have the buns of fucking that you need. Got and you got her fucking, you got the damn beef patty that she wants. Doesn't mean shit. Got the cries, I got the fries that cross your eyes. I got the shakes that'll make you quake. <laughs> oh man! But seriously, don't fucking dress if you're not one. If you're not ready for the role, if you're not prepared for the interview. But two, don't dress to show your ass. No. That goes in case in point, like even if you're wearing a fucking suit and tie or like I do a lot of times, business casual. Don't be rocking the fucking the outfit like you're back in the block. You're fucking slacks all the way hanging off your ass as if you're you're ready to go back in jail or some shit. Like you, some of you motherfuckers still don't understand what the fuck that shit means if you're in jail. It's like <laughs> I really wonder if you bitches fucking really think that shit's gonna fly. Get your shit's tailored. <laughs> Get your shit's tailored. Number one, number two. <sighs> listen. Belt. That's yeah, number two. Actually, that's number one. Get a fucking belt. Jesus Christ! But listen, you guys need to understand. Oh, I'm telling man. you this, and we're 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 we're, j we're jamming this home as much as we can because you need to understand that if you're going for a position and as a software engineer, if you're going for tech, especially tech, and we're talking about this because we're tech guys, in certain aspects of tech you get paid big buku money big buku money and mm -hmm. when you when you go into for these interviews for these companies you need to understand that you are representing that company they are paying you six figure salary six figure plus salaries not only just to create an app manage an app whatever provide security for it all that stuff no you're also you also could be in the run to be in a higher position you also could be in a run to be you know manager manager a lead a, a, a supervisor hell a director a senior director you know but they need to see that you have mm -hmm. the ability to hold these titles and you have the ability to take that step i mean not only that freaking we're also so obviously Adekai's talking about like it industry fucking positions and getting those managerial roles but at the same time it works hand in hand with every other job like i could give you an instance on security like physical security jobs i've gotten hired or i've gotten put in for one position and have been requested to go to another position because of how i fucking one how i look how i presented myself and two obviously my background um, one of the things was a company didn't want to lose me uh, for a security job because I used to do security and I always filled in a lot for them on the security position doing physical, physical security because this hotel that I was working at was one of those prestigious hotels like 
it's ridiculous amount of money that um that these motherfuckers rent those fucking rooms for but you have high level freaking people um stay there visit there as well as do like freaking conferences there or meetings there and when i decided to leave because i was going to do something else they wanted to give me the position that they spoke about before like maybe later down the road you can do this one and they were ready to freaking give me that damn job unfortunately my time schedule wasn't wasn't filling for to hit that role because i needed more of a day job um it sucks i missed out on that one but i got different jobs i was choosing a different career path i was going a different route yeah, I could have had that job for longer, but at the same time, it would have kept me staying in the same career field that I was trying to move out of. And yeah, just the way, just the way you're dressed, the way you look dressed, and the way you present yourself, everyone's going to look. And the reason why we're, we're saying this, because even if you get the job, the hiring manager and the recruiter aren't the only people that are looking at you. Right. If you go into an in-person interview after you freaking you meet with the, either the hiring manager or one of the team, um, one of the team team members before you meet the hiring manager, you go into that fucking building. They're gonna look at you, and everyone's gonna have eyes on you. The front desk, the people in front of the freaking the front desk of the floor that you're going to be going to the people around that work on the team or that work next to the team or probably with the team, but not on the team that you're freaking working for are going to be looking at you. Shit. You're probably going to be put in a position where you walk through the damn building into the office, walk past your heart, your fucking manager and probably your director their offices before you get into the freaking interview room just so they can see who the hell you are how you look and how you present yourself right you guys aren't thinking this fucking far ahead wake the fuck up and listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth just saying oh but it's, it's true man it's it's true and a lot of people take that aspect very lightly listen there was a company that i worked for that i no matter what, I dress to impress. I at least try to have, if I didn't have a tie, at least try to have a collared shirt with a blazer on. Because I was I was applying, I was interviewing for this role while I still had another role. But this role required me, the current, the role that I had at the time, it required me to travel from place to place. So whenever I was scheduled to have an interview with them, I at least try to make sure I had a jacket in the backseat of my car. Boom, throw it on, have a zoom right there on my phone. Um... And I kid you I not. Hope that shit was folded. What? I hope that fucking jacket was folded. Yeah, was that fucking blazer jacket. I'm just saying. No, well, no, 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 no. had it in the back of the car in the back seat and shit. Like, I don't know. I, no, no, listen, you know listen. I am. I ain't fucking nitpicking on shit. And fucking uniforms and outfits are the biggest thing. And I fucking. Oh, I'm the for this, but I have a fucking OCD fucking complex because of this. 
No, no, I hung it on the uh, I hung it on the hook in the back. I hung it on the hook in the back, bro. What do you think I was I'm a savage? Uh, <laughs> listen, when it, well, yeah. But when it comes to suits, when it comes to looking my best, you know I take that very. You know I take that very. Uh, you, know, oh, I take, you know I take pride in it. <laughs> when I want to look like a bum, I look like a bum. But when I when I, all right. Yeah, I take pride. Oh, I want people to break their necks when I walk. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when I yeah, when I was going through that process, I made sure to at least have a blazer and a button down. You know, if I couldn't if I couldn't put tie on, it it was fine. Um, but at least they showed they saw the effort. You know, they mm-hmm. saw the effort. And it wasn't until I got hired, and I kid you not, the first day I walked in there, I had a buttoned up shirt, everything. You know. I was business casual. I was smart casual. Smart casual, rather. That was the first time I actually learned what smart casual meant. Um, my manager looked at me and verbatim, she said, "You don't gotta dress like that. You could come. You come relaxed. <laughs> you already got the job. You don't have to press us anymore." <laughs> After that, forget about it. I was in hoodies. I was in hoodies and jeans <laughs> for the rest of that time there, but. Going back to the interview process, yeah, guys, it's, it's it's it goes a long way, especially when, especially when you get hired for a position and there are people like questioning why you were hired. Like your manager sees what you have, but there are other people that I don't know your skill set yet. Mm-hmm. So when you're in meetings with higher ups or when you're in meetings with other departments or whatever. Hell, I remember I was in meetings with other departments from the jump. They they were like, wow, okay, you know, like it took me a while to come out of my shell. But actually, no, it took me like a month or two to get come out of my shell. But when I came out, the other departments were like, yo, he knows his shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I met with the other with the other higher ups, I was like, nah, I'm coming correct. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> you think I'm a sucker? Get out of here. So I would come in dressed in suits and I would always get, I would always get called out and be like, can we just give this man an award for dressing right for this meeting? Like, <laughs> like, like we've heard nothing but great things about you. Like, and on top of that, you come dressed to these meetings and all that. And mm-hmm. it, it goes, it goes such a long way. Something so minuscule, something that people overlook, goes such a long way. All right, but I think we've hammered this. I think we've hammered this at home long enough. Well, at least we, we hammered that part. I'm still going backwards. Hold on, before we get to freaking scheduling. So. You already heard Otacon talk about like the in, the practice common interview questions, the job description, and freaking researching the company. So I'm going to put those three together because I'm going to give you guys examples on why you need to understand this shit. Actually, I'm going to put I'm going to put the freaking job description on the side. The biggest one that I've I've heard and I've had to do the research on was research, researching the company as well as like the uh, the chain, I call it the chain of command, but it's like the tree of who's in charge, who's next in charge, things like that. Because you are going to get questions on, oh, what do you know about the company? Uh, what's the other one? What can you tell me about the company that, um, what is it, that you're applying for? Why do you want to freaking apply to this company vice freaking X, Y, and Z companies? They will ask you questions, even people that aren't in the hiring manager role, but are on the team that you're applying to will ask you those type of questions as well. They're going to ask you freaking, oh, do you know who's freaking 
who's in charge of this or who's the president of the company. Things that you're supposed to know or you can find open source. And I mean through freaking going to the company website, reading their freaking LinkedIn pages, things like that. You can get these answers. If you're going for a role that's based on security and whether it's physical security or freaking cybersecurity, you will get asked these fucking questions. And the reason I say this is because I've gotten these fucking questions and lucky enough, some of these questions I've got asked, like I did the military uh, answer on. Unfortunately, I do not know at this time. But once this interview is over, I will research that and make sure I'll have that answer for you the next time I see you. People will be surprised that I've taken that, that route or they would be like, oh, that's you know what? That's a great answer. I'm glad that the fact that one, you didn't know the know the answer and you told me you were truthful about it and you didn't make up some shit. But since that's the case, let me tell you, let me brief you on not just the person in charge who owns the company, as well as uh, more about the company that you don't already know on from LinkedIn or from the webpage, things like that from the company page. Now with the interview, not, not the interview, the job description, you can always freaking mix and mingle a lot of the description just because you don't have to rely on your previous experience to fill in those gaps. There's always a way to, I won't, I don't like the fact that if you make up shit, you're going to get the freaking job. You have to understand how to fill in that role. That's my mindset. That's where I would never make up shit. The only time I would make up shit is make up the vernacular, the fucking verbiage on on the company, just on the company freaking job description, just because you'll get asked to, what was that? You'll get asked the situation questions or yeah, the situation questions or the troubleshooting questions or the scenario type questions. And not every role that you previously had is gonna fill that gap, but you can switch up the lingo in order to fulfill that answer. So think of it that way. Don't don't rely on your previous job that you are either leaving or you just had. You have experience that you could bring in. Bring that motherfucker in. That's the whole point. You're telling your fucking story. You're giving your five minute speech, your five minute freaking elevator speech to the person on that interview within that fucking time frame. Yeah, you might have longer than five minutes, but guess what? You have a time frame on when that that interview ends so whatever you can smash in within that freaking interview you can explain yourself articulate yourself as well as freaking make sure the person on the other side of the table on the other side of the camera understands who the fuck you are what you bring to the table and how much of an asset can you bring to the team and the company now we can bombard them with fucking time schedules <laughs> Now, you know what? Talking about that, let me leave that shit off right now. In the fucking military, they teach you fucking, you need to be 15 minutes prior to fucking 15 minutes prior. If you don't understand what the fuck I'm talking about, research this shit because guess what? If you make it at the interview, 
on time, meaning your interview starts at like three o'clock and you just make it to a fucking building at three o'clock, you're fucking late. Yep. If you walk into your fucking office of that freaking interview room at three o'clock, you're fucking late. Yep. So always be at least, at least 15 minutes prior. And the reason, actually for the reason for me to say it is because depending on the job and the location, you need to know the fucking how much time you need to give yourself one to get ready, shit, shower, shave, look fucking sexy, freaking dapper the fuck out with some gel and all that fucking shit. Look like a freaking herbal essence commercial with freaking uh, a Vogue magazine with paparazzi not really fucking taking pictures of you, even though they, they should. You just fucking look that part. That's how the fuck you need to be what, fucking walking, talking, and fucking showing your shit off. <laughs> but with all that being said, you know how much time you have to get ready to look like that. And you need to understand the time frame is going to take you, whether it's through traffic, over the hills, around the fucking corner to get to your fucking destination. Yep. And if you're there on time, like I said, you're late. It doesn't matter. Even if you're fucking let them know, I'm going to be this late because X, Y, and Z. You need to let them know if you're going to be late, why? And it better be a good answer as like, oh, my bus that I came in that I'm coming in on is freaking stuck in the tunnel because there was an accident or some shit. At least they, they'll buy that. Not that, oh, I lost track of time and freaking I thought I had more time to make it here. Wrong. Not a good look if you do that. Not at all. Not a good look at all. So, as a military fucking guy, be fucking 15 minutes prior to your interview, but be 15 minutes prior to that 15 minutes prior. <laughs> He's not joking. He's not joking. Like, <laughs> actually, I was surprised, <laughs> and I surprised uh, one of the interviewees. No, no, yeah, no, not the interview. I will be the interviewee. The interviewer. I surprised one of them because they were at like a business management level, and they were like, they looked at me like, "Wow, you're like 30 minutes early." It's like, I did not want to get lost. Or get stuck trying to cross this side of the freaking city because everyone's a freaking maniac out here. Right, right. And like, true, true. Uh, that that's a smart answer. That's a smart answer. I'm here, so let's get started. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, but yeah, man. Like he says, it's it's it's. You de- I mean, yeah. The, the whole, the, Military is different, but the old saying goes, if you're 15 minutes early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. So keep that in mind, guys. Um, and 15 minutes is, is, is a grace period in the corporate world. But in reality, you should try at least 30 minutes. You should try at least be there 30 minutes. And you know what? That, that, that sense of urgency and that sense of... of of wanting to be there early and you know what you you being there 30 minutes earlier gives you time to gather yourself gives you time to use the restroom gives you time to catch up on emails gives you that little grace period that you might not have throughout the day because your day could be crazy 
Mm-hmm. It also gives you the time to fucking recollect yourself as well as fix your shit if you're freaking like run into the freaking meeting or whatever because you're somewhere else that stops you. Yeah. Fix your shit. Make sure everything is nice and nice, tight, lined, and fucking square the fuck away. Right. And yeah. It'll give you and you have that time to do that. Right. And then when when everyone else sees you coming in that early, they 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 understand that when you walk into a meeting or something and you look a little flustered, it's it's cause you had a bucket there, you know, that's mm-hmm. understandable. Um, but yeah, go, showing up, showing up to these interviews on time. <laughs> I'm telling you, there were a few interviews that I went through that they literally told me that the mat, that the person was late cause they had some technical difficulties with zoom or teams. I don't know how you have technical difficulties with this, but, um, they were having some issues. Right. Yeah, I know. Probably, probably forgot to update mm-hmm. or something. Um, (laughs) but they had issues getting to the meeting and they were maybe a minute or two past the time that was designated for them to meet the hiring manager the hiring manager waited two minutes and said nope I'm good left person lost the opportunity Um, which is why it's always important to always try these things at least well first it's always always best to try to access these things and try to get to meetings and and interviews early just for the simple fact that you could avoid these headaches because it's a mm-hmm. bad look if you're if you're doing it last minute it's like oh he didn't come prepared he or she didn't come prepared um but yeah uh yeah guys get 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 your shit together get your time management right <laughs> <laughs> and listen listen i understand you want to sleep in sometimes. I get it. Trust me. Uh, I want to sleep all day, every day, for as long as I possibly can. But you can always make up that sleep going on, traveling on the bus, traveling on the train, mm-hmm. on your commute. You know, a little 30, 40 minute power nap does, does, does wonders. But just waking up. 30 30 40 minutes earlier just so you can make it there on make it there with enough time for you to do everything else you need to do before you start your day goes a long way that's, you that's all i got for that no. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> no but in another thing uh besides time management and we have a list that we can easily go off of we already talked about body language that's that's pretty much just in your appearance all the damn time. Well, not just your appearance. You got to exude confidence too. Yeah, but that's that's part of freaking like the other the other things, the other list that you have here. So body language is just going to be covered in those two or three things. But the biggest one I want to fucking really hit on, outside of body language, is to make sure you have something to write with and write on. And the reason being is even though you can freaking research the company, this, that, and the other thing, as well as the the position itself, sometimes either the hiring manager, recruiter, or whoever else you're meeting uh, on an interview for the team or the role that you're going for, they're going to talk about future aspects or future projects. Things like that is like keynotes, Knock on wood, fucking stomping ground. It'll be who of you to fucking write that shit down. 
and let them know that you're writing it down because you're interested about the freaking about the role the position and the project just because like oh wow this is this looks like it could be in my wheelhouse or this that and the other thing which actually helps a lot of the times because you're expressing like we're going about to talk about expressing your enthusiasm about the position but at the same time you're expressing and you can even talk more on that project if you already have the prior experience on on building the project or helping out manage the project keeping the project freaking um like on time or making sure people do their freaking due diligence on the freaking project that you previously worked on yep. and just give them that that background it might not be one of the interview questions that they ask you but at least you can freaking fill them in on that um i just had i mean i just had i had plenty of freaking interviews that they asked me questions actually they told me projects and i expressed to them like oh wow this is a freaking cool project that i've actually worked on in previous jobs i've done this i've done x y and z i've written everything down i even broke down how i was helping the project and how successful the project could be useful for the team in the future because of previous previous experience which is fucking awesome and at the same time it shows your enthusiasm it shows your body language of one you're interested in the role you're writing it fucking down you're trying to memorize everything that they're talking about and at the same time you can freaking you're again the next fucking thing you're actively listening to what the people are telling you about future projects about the role about the company what the company might be looking for, what the company might be looking for in in the future, like a couple months from now, uh, a year to five years, maybe the team is trying to grow and they wanna see if you're willing to grow with the team, what's your goal like, what you want out of the friggin' role, what do you think the role is gonna provide you or what can you provide for the role that can be beneficial for that team? Yeah, man. I mean, see, see, that's why I said body language is freaking mixed. Those, those three things right there. I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> no, but it makes a point though. Like showing, showing enthusiasm when you're showing enthusiasm and also actively listening. It, it, it shows that you actually want to be a team player. That you want to actually want to be a part of. It. Like I said, even if, even if it's a role that you're not really interested in, but you just wanted to get your foot in the door. Just you showing that little bit of interest, it's like, oh, okay, okay, there, yeah, this guy, the, he, his, this guy, girl, they're the real deal. Like they, they want to help, they want to be a part of this team, they want to contribute as much as they can. And you know what? All of those, and like I said before, it it pays forward. It 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 comes back to you tenfold because the fact that you wanna do so much. <laughs> Listen, it comes it comes to a point where if you're constantly volunteering yourself or offering to help in any which way possible eventually the match is going to be like okay wait no stop you've done enough <laughs> like you can at the same way. time and all of that and they know that okay they can call you and let ask you like okay this we might need your help if you can freaking set up this time uh to jump in or at the same time this is also like beneficial for people 
um, listening and watching to understand that even though we're talking about this as a, a interview prep access, all the shit that we're talking about can continue on. The more you practice this for interviews, the more you can continue this on for like once you get the role and you have like meetings and you need to fucking uh, one, be prepared for meetings, two, read back shit that they were talking about within the meeting and three maybe you might have to fucking take charge of the meeting and and lead the meeting or or even give a briefing to someone higher than your own manager right uh let's see and you motherfuckers think i'm joking i've already did two fucking two goddamn meetings uh let's see I've did a couple presentations in the military for higher ups, meaning staff sergeants and above, including officers. Um, outside of the military, I've done briefings and even uh, presentations to like C-suite executives, and I'm talking about VPs, presidents, even the CEO of one company that. I'm continuing working for right now. I've even briefed him on a presentation that I had a, I was told to make a five minute presentation and how to make it condensed into a five minute presentation. So taking notes, making sure you're actively listening and expressing the enthusiasm uh, for the job, about the job, and even during the job is going to be fucking help you all a long way it's going to help you get through a lot of the freaking the annoyances as as well as the monotonous or the monotony of certain jobs that are kind of repetitive but it helps you it helps you fucking get out of that little stick in the mud as well as freaking it helps you stand the fuck out and what is this episode for to level the fuck up and stand you the fuck out of everyone else that's why we're here. <laughs> That's why we're here. Alright, <laughs> right, so let's say you guys go through the interview. You know, you guys kill it. Answer every question. Give any scenario. All this stuff. Now it's come. Now it comes the portion of where they ask you if you have any questions. The same. Understand this, guys. And this is where this is where it becomes your time. Just like they asked you and they vetted you to see if you were the right candidate for this role, it's it's in your right to feel it to, to see if this role it actually fits you. So this is your time when you need where you could ask them about the culture, you could ask them about how the working environment is, how the team is, how uh the company as a whole is. Do they you know do they celebrate do they celebrate um you know certain things do they uh do they promote frequently um is there like a stag is there a stagnation in positions where you know if if you're if you're applying for a job the whole point of the whole point of taking the position is hopefully to make more money down the road and every time at least from my experience is that any time that a company wants to take someone in and hire that person they eventually want to move them up the ranks that's the whole point. I mean, it it only makes sense. There's no way you would want to keep somebody stagnant for that for that period of time. And if and if that's a company that does that, then there's probably a high turnaround in within that company. Um, 
but yeah within that time within that time frame where they start asking you for questions just just have at least three to five questions for them and don't be afraid to ask these questions man because you have to make sure that this is a good fit for you even though it's something that you really want to do but if the company and the culture it doesn't fit what you who you are as a as a employee and as well as a person then you know that's that's something that you that you're gonna have to figure out on your own because you don't want to you want to go into work giving your giving it your all you want to enjoy going to work you want to be happy going to work you know if if it doesn't fit then you know that's when you need to reevaluate and say okay well thank you for your honesty and you know and then make a decision later granted if you need the money you need the money take the take the job for now but keep looking um but that time make sure that you know you vet them the, to the best of your abilities every time i go into an interview i go in there with at least six questions minimum six questions i asked one i ask about the management style i ask about the team environment uh how is there how the collaboration is with amongst other teams if there is any collaboration to the um i mean for the company culture um five man i'm forgetting the other one i'm forgetting the other two i'm forgetting the other two yep forgot the other two the first three uh the first three was i asked about the management style i asked mm. about the team environment i asked about collaboration with other teams if it if there is collaboration with other teams and how the relationship is with those teams next two should be ask about um advancement like there you go that's one okay sorry progress in the role yeah yeah and then next obviously it's always beneficial to ask about benefits how competitive is their benefits package um as well as what what do they offer in the benefits package just because not a lot of companies offer a lot sometimes they offer one thing vice the other and sometimes they might be um what was it subtracting out certain things just because you might be either a contractor for the role or you're still peeing on probation for the role right. sometimes that shit doesn't kick in till a month later or, or a couple months later yeah yeah um but yeah like make sure make sure that these that, that these questions are asked because it's important to you guys like you know as as much as we as much as we want to make whatever amount of money as much as we want to be a part of whatever company at the end of the day these companies can always replace you so if it's not something within your grasp or it's not something within your within your realm of an ideal workspace because in reality like i said we all want to go we, especially if we're getting paid a certain amount if we're getting paid six six plus figures we want to make sure that the environment that we're working in is it suits us you know mm -hmm. something that one that's challenging too that we can show or showcase our abilities and we can prove that we're an asset to the company and three it's also we don't always want to go into work dreading going into work you're gonna be yep. fucking miserable and that happens, that happens a lot of times sometimes you might think it's it's the right role but then you might have that one particular co-worker who ends up being like a team lead over you and one they're supposed to be teaching you but they don't and then you're just sitting there with your thumb up your ass trying to figure out all right what else can i do all right let me work on this all right let me see if i can start learning on something new and they'll try to use any effort to freaking 
to get you out of the role. And and yeah, you don't need that headache. None of us yeah. needs that fucking headache. But it is a headache. We all have to deal with stuff outside mm-hmm. of work, and that's something that we just no, no. But that's even if it. even if the role isn't a six figure job, all this still applies for freaking all those damn entry level jobs. They're fucking uh, what is it? The minimum wage jobs. It all fucking comes in. Even for interns. Yeah, sometimes the freaking minimum wage jobs aren't worth it. Uh, just because maybe you're in, you have, no, let me, let me explain it this way. Sometimes those minimum wage jobs aren't worth it because you are too seasoned for that role. And it makes no sense to put your fucking, your abilities or your mental fucking health through that freaking crazy, um, crazy circus. That's true, but then I'm, again, I'm trying to be more. <laughs> I'm trying to be more positive without freaking cursing up a storm. <laughs> no, but in reality, all y'all know. All y'all know. I'll be cursing up a storm and calling shit how it is. But yeah. we're trying to. Well, at least for today, we're trying to be more on a positive role as well as look forward to seeing you guys level up, be on the same fucking page as all of us. And letting us know what else you guys would like to hear as well as freaking telling us, oh, I found this freaking really useful. Um, Have you thought about this? I know I got told about this. Let us know what you guys fucking, one, thought about the damn, what we're talking about. But two, give us some suggestions on added uh, information that people can use for whatever fucking topic we're talking about. Today's topic, getting fucking hired. Best tips that we're doing. And right now, the uh, the follow-on questions are the biggest thing. If you guys don't have fucking questions, you're you fucked up already. Always, always have questions, guys. And you know what? It's mm-hmm. always try to always try to. I try and to do it. Where it's, it's sometimes the freaking jobs won't let you ask the questions, uh, just because they're trying to rush. Right. But at least ask one. At least ask one question before they fucking cut you out. Well, I mean, some of them, some of them, if some of them at least will give you that time. Some of them just yeah. be jerks and just cut you off. Like even if it goes, I mean, there's been a bunch of times where I've had we've asked questions and if gone, it's gone past the scheduled time, but they've they they give they give me they give me the floor because that's the only time that we get the floor, you know. So, yeah. but I always try to make it where it's like I I I try to ask two questions about management, two questions about the team, and then two questions about advancements or benefits within that time. If, you know, if they offer training or if they offer, you know, ability to further your knowledge in whatever field you're in, that's a bonus. You know, if the team has like one douchebag, but the rest of the team kind of like comes together and, you know, goes against that douchebag, that's a bonus. Uh Um... If management is, you know, if management is, if as if management doesn't micromanage, and you know they let their team, you know, do what they have to do, and you know as long as the job is getting done, and you know no one, no one's complaining or doing whatever, that's a bonus. Uh, that means they have trust within their team and they have trust within you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're getting the complete opposite of that, mm, I don't like micromanagement. So, um, I don't think anybody does. But, but, it depends. Sometimes it's micromanaging doesn't 
isn't the best in certain roles, but at the same time, depending on the leaders, on the leadership. Right. If you have certain micromanagers that one, they're telling you what to do because one, you're probably new, and two, you need to know the freaking uh, what the job offers, anyways. Or not, I shouldn't say what the job offers, but what the fucking the OJT is for. Right. But then two, the bad or I should say the con of freaking micromanagers are the leaders that don't understand how to be a proper leader. And all they want to do is like, okay, you did this. So now you got to do this. Oh, you fucked up. Now you got to do it again. Do this. Like this is in the fucking military. If you're in, in the military, like I said, certain leaders know how to fucking tell you what to do. And the micromanaging is, hey, you need to get this done within this time frame. If it ain't done, I'm fucking you up. All right, let's go. And that's because micromanaging needs to have certain aspects of it. And a lot of it is always one time management and two, making sure the fucking shit gets done right the first time. If a micromanager is just telling you fucking, okay, go get this done and can consistently just fucking is over your shoulder. Or you're not doing that. You're not doing that right. You're not doing that right. You're not doing that right. Motherfucker, teach me how to do it right the fucking first time. I wouldn't be doing this over and over again. So micromanaging has its pros and cons, but it all depends on the leaders itself that, that have that freaking characteristic about them. And yes, I have cursed out micromanagers and higher ups for doing that same shit. Mm. (laughs) So I'm used to, uh, I have plenty of experience, but at the same time, uh, I have a different leader, leadership style, as they would like to call it. And micromanaging is only a portion of that to where I know how the bad micromanagers are and I know how I want to be. I want shit to get done. And if I have a certain way of getting shit done, I'm going to show you and make sure you do it freaking right a couple times in front of me before I let you fucking loose to get shit done. And I'm going to give you a time limit. I mean, that's how it should be, though. Yeah, but it's not, man. You know, micromanagers. You know, it's always like in the damn uh, blockheaded freaking special cases that haven't had enough either coffee or enough freaking titty in their fucking in their life or at least for the day it happens happens. and yeah i've actually cursed out a couple freaking micromanagers and told them told them right so like all right i would have fucking have fucked this shit up if you fucking told me how to do this shit the first time why didn't you ask i did ask you told me to get this shit done stupid fuck Uh, that's my tangent <laughs> We're on a positive level today. Yes. Level up, motherfuckers. Micromanage, micromanage, right? I'm gonna fuck you up. Um, I mean, for the but for me, man, the okay. final for me, the final note in all of this with within the process is throughout the entire process of you know you you from from beginning to end, just remember to stay calm, stay confident. Because confidence is key, man. You have no idea how many times I've gotten roles just because I walked in there with a certain swagger. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to answer your questions. You're going to answer my questions. Like, I'm going to interview you. <laughs> Why should I work for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, don't do that, guys. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> but, 
but no in all seriousness guys like even if even if we all have those days where we're just you know we're, we're off our game still come into an interview still come in with with a certain presence to yours you know to, to your to yourself and make sure that they see that even if you're having a rough day just still walk in there with a smile on your face ready to ready to answer whatever they need to answer ready to get vetted however you need to get vetted and once it's all said and done for that hour hour and a half that you have the interview 30 minutes whatever whatever the time frame is once you're done with that Put it in, just put it away and go back to dealing with what you have to deal with. All you have to do is just put that face on for a few minutes, and once you get once you get it done, and you push through, it's like the biggest win that you could ever have. Um, but yeah, man, I think that's the that's the that's the biggest key key takeaway after everything that we've told you. Just stay calm, stay confident, and no matter what, even if whether it goes good or bad, always believe in yourself always believe in yourself nine times out of time when you when you start believing yourself and phase out the bs you'll be all right yeah man that's all i got you got anything else <laughs> yeah Yo, you're trying to get us copyrighted <laughs> hurry up where is it Uh, it's taking too long. You bitches already know. Don't fucking stop believing, bitches. But like uh, Anakin was saying, fucking, yeah, have the confidence. When you feel the fucking, when you feel confident, it's because you have everything fucking set and done from the damn, from the top of your head to your fucking crusty ass corns on your feet. Once you have that, all that shit taken care of, like, like we talked about, give yourself time to prep physically as well as mentally and that confidence is going to be there yep if you feel confident if you feel fucking like you can take on the goddamn world especially with just putting on that freaking nice swag suit or lady suit or freaking outfit on fucking one good luck two fucking take charge and fucking kill that goddamn interview and three just fucking walk over everyone that's freaking either next to you in that interview or freaking behind you. Just let them know. Let them know. Who puts on a show like me? Know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the day, guys, whether it be whether it's whether it's a good turnout or a bad turnout, be proud of yourself. Hold hold your head high. Cause you do some. You did something that a lot of people can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of some people just can't get an interview right. They just can't. No matter how hard they try, they just they they freeze. Um, hardcore. Hard. They freeze hardcore. Yeah. Um. So whether no matter the outcome, you know, however you want to celebrate it, whether you want to go buy yourself a drink, treat yourself to your uh, to your favorite dish. Take yourself out to a nice restaurant, whatever. Play, buy a video game, buy something nice for yourself, whatever. Just thank yourself for put for 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 at least you know going through the process and you you know knowing that you did your best. That's all we ask for for you to do your best. Because if you don't, we are gonna have problems. You gonna have to come see me. 
Go we'll get these hands, bitch. You won't get these hands. Go get these hands. All right. Go get these hands. But it all seriousness, guys. Um, yeah, on my end, you already know what it is, guys. I mean, just believe in yourself. And always, you know, we always got your back. We always wish to wish nothing but good luck, good vibes, good energy. And, you know, when you when you guys kill it in those interviews, you know, we're going to be celebrating for you. Um, or with you, at least. Yeah, with us. You, know. yeah, you already know how I'm going to get it started. You already know. Don't you already you, know. Don't you dare bring those oh, damn No. Nope. Oh, God. Oh, All right. Oh, nope. Oh, nope. Listen, listen. We are not in the holidays yet. No. Right? We are not in the month of December. I'm not ready for this shit. <laughs> Oh man! Although we are gonna take a night and just just do it, just, <laughs> just I'm gonna regret it the next day. But probably what you think? But seriously, you guys, if you guys enjoyed this fucking episode, let us know. Fucking give us some damn one. Give us some pointers on what you guys want to hear next. What you guys want to talk about next, as well as what other tips you guys think we can add into this list, because. We know there's a few extra things, and one of them I would like to talk about before we go is the follow-up. And the reason why I say this is because it helps. Surprisingly, it fucking helps doing a follow-up email, a thank-you email, on how the role was. Well, not the role, how the interview was, thanking them for the fucking opportunity. And if they reply back that you didn't get the job, the follow-up even better is that I just got told recently was you can ask them what what made the other candidate stand out more than yourself? Or what could you offer? Yeah. Because I went through an interview uh, I don't know, maybe a few weeks ago. And it didn't go. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get the gig. But um, in the email, the person says, "Oh, if you have any questions, uh, please let us know. We just can't get into great detail about it." So it's like, "Oh, okay." So I said, I asked them that email. I sent them that exact email, mm-hmm. and they just couldn't tell me. Oh, the, the all they told me was that all oh, the other candidates were better suited for the role. And I think the probably if that was the case, then the best best remedy or question after that is what can what can you do better the next time or what can they what kind of information i shouldn't say information what kind of tips do they think you should freaking work on uh for future future interviews or future uh interviews with that company or other companies or other roles for that uh similar to that role and, I, and that might have helped in in that aspect. Unfortunately, you got the fucking the shit in. But if you ask that question a little bit differently, they could have answered you. But then you'll run into the assholes like, uh, I don't feel like answering. Exactly. Yeah. So it it's always a hit or miss, but always follow it with that damn thank you email. <laughs> but nonetheless, nonetheless, guys. We want to thank you guys for freaking joining in, listening in, getting ready to fucking level up, and getting ready to take on the world. But at the same time, let us know if you guys had any other questions, any other tips that you think freaking we could add into this damn topic. Uh, this 
yeah, this episode, this topic, and maybe we can make a secondary topic on advanced level, advanced level tips on how to kick bitches in the face. And oh, an interview. That's a, oh, okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's after the holidays. That's after the holidays. Well, actually, uh, no, that but... could be during the holidays when we want to get rid of them Karen instead of trying to fight us in the malls. Exactly, <laughs> man. Who told, who told you you can eat my cookies? Where's that? Where's that shit? Where's that? Here we go. Who told you you can eat my cookies? <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, but all seriousness, for those that joined, we appreciate you joining us um as always we said we were gonna try to we were gonna try to make this a positive one we hope we, had, we hit home on a couple of these topics <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah i mean we want to share we want to share our experiences with you guys and give you the tips that helped us land roles and hopefully these tips help you um that's all I got, Doc. For real. <laughs> you know what they say. The more the merrier. <laughs> guys, like we, we've always been saying, thank you guys for coming. Make sure you fucking like, subscribe, as well as share the shit out of this fucking episode. Or including our fucking post that we have on IG, TikTok, fucking Twitter. Share the shit out of it to your friends, families, and the goddamn frenemies. Because guess what? That motherfucker need to level up too. And if not, we can kick them in the fucking face too. It don't matter. Share the shit out of it. Let that algorithm fucking go straight through the roof because they know we the best fucking podcast tag team in the fucking world. But also, let them know who rules the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, mahalo fucking for dropping by. Thank you guys for fucking listening, and we'll see you guys next time on the next episode of League. Wait, wait, League of Friends. F is for friends. I'm done. U is for you and me.